Hello and welcome to the TRU Alumni Podcast. My name is Dustin McIntyre, TRU Alumni and Alumni. Joined today by co-founder of Friendly Composting, 2022 Master of Science in Environmental Economics and Management. Welcome, Claire McLaughlin. Awesome. Thanks for having me here today. Yeah, thrilled to have you. Uh, probably our most recent graduate on the program. How was uh, how was your master's? It was great. It um, it was all during COVID, so it was a little bit of a whirlwind, but it was it was awesome. Yeah. So tell me a little bit. What is Master's of Science in Environmental Economics and Management? That's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, I was just about to say it is a bit of a, a bit of a mouthful. Yeah. So I actually I started off in the meme program, the Master's of Environmental Economics, and then kind of halfway through switched to the the science focused part of that program so that I could do a thesis um, and dive a bit more into the research world. But kind of the main main courses and themes of the program are focused around uh, sustainable business and policy and regulation involving the environment and how basically how the environment integrates into the economy. So this is a pretty cutting edge master's program. It's a blend of, you know, economics and science. You know, what is your experience been like when you you're able to transition from a you know a master's of business into a master's of science yeah well first off when I started I was looking at master's programs I was looking to go back to school and I couldn't really find any I knew I wanted to be somewhere in environmental economics and I looked all across Canada and even looked in the states in a bit and there there weren't many programs available that that focused on these on these areas so TRU was unique in that way where I couldn't even find there's not many similar programs out there. So like cutting edge is definitely like, yeah, this program's kind of at the forefront of a lot of, a lot of different cornerstones in academia and, and just relevance and what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. You see a lot of major companies transitioning into kind of this world being, you know, more conscious of their their footprint economically and socially. Yeah, absolutely. Like seeing it in the corporate world, seeing it in in politics um, and world conferences and all of that kind of stuff. So definitely becoming like more of a predominant theme in everyday life and in lots of different sectors. Yeah, I was really, really happy to find this program. Now you don't just study it, you live this as well. So tell us about Friendly Composting. Yeah, so my business partner, Katie Forsyth and I founded Friendly Composting in March, 2020, like the week that BC shut down because of COVID. Um, and I think that like same week I applied to, to go back to school and do my master's. We were looking. What an, inc- what an incredible week for you. Hey? Yeah. March, 2020 was a, was a big yeah. month, year. Wow. I don't know. Everything that whole time was just a bit of a warp, but uh, yeah, big things happened for sure. So we were just, we were roommates at the time and we were looking to live more sustainably and be more environmentally focused just in our day-to-day practices and habits and all that stuff. We both grew up composting. Kamloops doesn't or didn't have a compost collection service at all. So we decided we were just going to start composting on our own. We were living in apartments. We didn't have a backyard, um, but we were, we were motivated. So we're like, we'll drive it to, to the city's compost site where we got shut down. Because they, what do you, what do you mean you guys? Uh, we down? brought a bucket of food scraps to the compost site, and then we were told that they only accepted yard waste and not food waste. <laughs> so that's incredible. We were left standing there with. Uh, actually, Katie went herself, so she had this bucket of 
of compost scraps and phoned me and I was like oh my goodness she was in a panic She's like, what do I do with this bucket now <laughs> like pulled over and coaxed uh, a community gardener to to take our scraps take your um, that's unbelievable yeah. um, and she made sure to let us know it was a one-time deal like don't come back every week and so Katie came home <laughs> and we basically sat down and and started flushing out ideas of of how we could make composting more accessible. So we're like, man, we can't be the only ones feeling this way. Right. And so uh, were you in this kind of field before and you just transitioned to it? Or was this just, uh, hey, there is no composting in Kamloops. Well, we are friendly people and we like to compost. Let's start friendly composting. Yeah. Yeah. More so the latter there. Um, Katie has worked in home services before uh, and really wanted to get back to it. So she was already kind of thinking that way. And I was working in finance at the time. So that was a bit of a, a shift for me. And neither of you were entrepreneurs uh, before this. Katie owned a, a franchise of a painting company, like the College Pro. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she had a, yeah, some right. experience there. Um, I did my undergrad in business and then, and then worked in finance after that. So I am pleased to tell you that I think I was one of your first clients. Yes. Um, I think we started in February, actually. There was like a beta test almost. Uh, so I have been composting with you for the better part of two years, and it has been an incredible service. So those that are not with Friendly Composting, I highly recommend that if you're in the Kamloops region, of course, that you uh, you join them. And how, do, how would we join your composting commune? Uh, visit friendlycomposting.ca and you can sign up and ask questions and find all of the things you need there. And we're also I guess I you, I on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, I gave you a plug early, but we can do the plugs again at, at the end. <laughs> I appreciate um, that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. We'll, we'll double, we'll do it twice. Did you get into like, you know, I read one of your papers. It was on food security. You know, does your business drive your studies or is it like a mix of both? Because they seem to really intersect perfectly at the right time when we talk about food security, when we talk about, you know, what do we do with all this food waste, when we talk about how, you know, there's an issue even getting food to the table now, whether it's we're getting priced out of it, it's not showing up. And here you are kind of at the intersection of all those things. What does that look like for you? Yeah, it's um, really, really cool, first off, to have different, several different lenses on a certain topic. So I have like my entrepreneur brain and then also academia. And I think that's been a really unique experience that I'm grateful for through TRU, being able to like talk about the problems that we're trying to tackle and then having the opportunity to research and, and really dive into those topics on a bit of a deeper level has been something that has benefited our business and motivated us to work on our business harder. So that's been a really, really cool opportunity. What are some of the, the things that you've taken from your studies and implemented them in your business model with Friendly? Ooh, I think that one of the main takeaways from academia that we've applied to, um, to our business is just like the facts of the problem. Like waste management is incredibly complicated. I mean, compost isn't complicated. It's like the earth's recycling, but integrating that into life and society as it is today can be really challenging to communicate to people like how important it is and how it works and why sending food scraps to the landfill isn't good. Why don't you, you know, for the uninitiated, tell us why sending food scraps to the landfill isn't good. Yeah. So when, when food scraps go to the landfill, they basically don't have access to air. So they're trapped amongst the garbage. Um, and when that 
happens, they release methane gas, which is 20, 25 times more potent or more um, effective at trapping heat in the Earth's atmosphere than CO2, like what comes out of a car. So yeah, there is all this release of greenhouse gas emissions that happens. Whereas if you were to take those food scraps and compost them, one, you're going to avoid those emissions. So methane doesn't come into the picture. It might a little bit, but not as much because it'll be breaking down properly with air and reacting with other materials it needs to react with in order to break down properly. And then a big part of that is just resource management. Like we're, we're growing this food and we're sending it to landfill and that's a dead end road. Like we're not ever really going to get that back. Hopefully we do. I'm we're humans are innovative and one day people will figure that out. But if you were to take those food scraps and compost them, we're creating really valuable soil, nutrient rich soil that can be used to, to grow and support agriculture and all those things. Help fight the, the monocrop issue that, that seems to be getting worse. Yeah. And worse. eliminate pesticides and all that kind of stuff. I also saw that, so you, you mentioned, uh, you know, when you, the seeds of this business, you couldn't find a place to get rid of this waste. And I see that it's a professor's farm that you are, a professor of TRU, pardon me, that you're dropping the food waste off at now? Yeah. So we, ha- we have since expanded, we have two farms that we're partnered with. Um, but yes, she, she is one of them, Jillian Watts. She's the program coordinator of- Of applied ranching. Yes, of applied sustainable yep. ranching. Which is so cool. Like <laughs> we can So TRU full circle, everywhere you look, TRU is involved some way in this yeah, uh, endeavor. Absolutely. So we met, I met Jill through, through previous um, networks and, and employment opportunities. And she was one of our first calls when we, when we got started and she was just been a huge, huge, huge mentor for us. So she yeah, graciously allows us to use her land to compost on. And when we were getting started, she helped us, um, see if what we wanted to do was feasible and helped us problem solve and connected us with farmers and compost experts. So a bit of a bit of a mentor for you as you uh, began. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like huge, huge mentor to us. Um, we knew nothing about, about composting. <laughs> <laughs> like we knew, uh, we didn't know how it worked. I mean, we'd compost growing up, but like realistically, let's be honest, it was our parents. Yeah. We knew nothing. And she, pointed us in the right direction and helped us flush out ideas. And she really, really got us, got us off on the right track. Like huge, big time. Big, big shout out to her. Then. Big shout out to Jill. Yeah. And That's awesome. we're actually heading out to the farm this Friday to go. Um, we're going to bring our staff out there because a lot of them haven't had a chance to go out to the farm. Yeah. And we're going to connect with, with Jill and catch up. And so when you, you say your staff, how many staff does Friendly Composting have? It started just the two of you two years ago. Where, where are you guys at now? Yeah. So our team now, I think, is up to 13. That's amazing. How many, how many houses are you servicing? About 650. 650 houses in Kamloops alone. And are you doing businesses as well? Yes, we are. I think we have about 20 businesses. That looks a little different than household compost pickup. So can you talk about that a little bit? What does it look like if I'm a, a restaurant and I need to get rid of my food scraps? So we, we essentially provide bigger totes because they okay. are bigger food waste suppliers, which comes with a handful of different logistics. Uh, compost is very, very heavy. <laughs> uh, so picking up from restaurants, yeah, bigger bins, but kind of have to balance that. Are the bins going to be too heavy when they're full or are they manageable? Could we move them? And we make sure that we send that waste just because it's a bit trickier to get restaurants to sort their waste in particular ways with so many people coming in the door and staff turnover and all of that type 
those types of challenges. So we accept um, like meat, bones and dairy in those programs. So that actually gets sent to a commercial composting facility where it's processed differently than it would be out at Jill's farm, for instance. When you guys started, you were the only game in town. And now the city of Kamloops has kind of is maybe pretending to dabble their feet in, in compost a little bit. And, you know, is, do you think this is going to become bigger in the city of Kamloops or are you guys, do you, do you have it dialed in here enough that the city of Kamloops is just going to say, you know what, this isn't for us. Friendly is doing a good enough job. Uh, no, the city is definitely going to go ahead with composting. They are. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so they're doing their pilot program right now. And I think they're, they ran it for a year. So it should be done in September. And then they're going to get feedback from the community and audit their systems. And they just got approved. Their bigger proposal beyond the pilot program was pending on some funding from the provincial government. And they got approved for that, which is, which is really cool. Yeah, we, we talked to them really early on about their plans and, and have worked with them. And they've been very transparent with us. So we definitely are, are getting ready for that. And a lot of people are so sad for us and it is sad. I think our, our residential program is going to take quite a hit, but it is just such a big win for the city. Like if the city can take on the hundred thousand plus homes in Kamloops, then that's just a huge win. Now you guys, uh, we haven't talked about this yet, but early on you said, you know, we're going to not only be a composting company, but we're going to be a deliverable company as well. You stop by every house once a week. So why not two ways? So why don't you talk about your transition into a, a different model while you also do composting? Yeah. And that, so we founded in March, 2020, right when the pandemic came on and then come springtime, we were visiting a couple hundred homes each week and the farmer's market wasn't running because of COVID, which is for a lot of the farmers and vendors, the farmer's market, they're kind of their only opportunity or one of few opportunities they have to, to interact with customers and, and connect with them on a regular basis. So we decided to, to add local product delivery, local food delivery to our program. So composters were able, and we started off just like with a Google form where we would send out a Google form to all of our composters um, and they could place an order. And we connected with yeah local farmers and food suppliers and were able to create that delivery service. And it's been pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. There's been um, a really, really good take to it. We started off just with, I think we just started off with bread and then introduced produce. And now we have meat and jams and all these really cool things. So it's kind of like a little online farmer's market. And yeah, we do connect our, um, our commercial suppliers with that as well. And are hoping to do more of that in the future. One thing I didn't mention about the city was that they are only doing like single detached family homes. They're not going to be doing like condos or apartments or businesses. So we're still going to. Oh, okay. So there's still a huge market out there that is not getting the service, the composting service. Yeah, absolutely. So we, um, yeah, we're definitely focusing on that on the composting side, but also on the product delivery side, getting businesses to start finding like having easier ways to connect with local local foods and integrate that into their menus. One of my fondest memories, my wife and I had a child a year and a half ago, and you guys, when you did the compost, dropped off just this beautiful like welcome package to to Bowen and uh, you know some cinnamon buns for us. So you know we still remember that and talk about it fondly. Yeah. So thank you very much. <laughs> You're and, welcome. You know. 
it, you know, it's, it's such a unique way of getting to see all the amazing local vendors in the Kamloops region. You know, you can get anything from fresh bread to honey, you know, all the things at the farmer's market, but now they're not just on Sunday, it's dropped off at your front door and it's year round and it's just such a great service. And you talk about food security. Well, look at all the amazing food that we have in our backyard. You don't need to go to the Costco's or the superstores, but you can just order off your fun little website. Yeah, absolutely. So what's, uh, what's the next steps for, for you? Uh, what's the next step for friendly? What, what are we going to see for you guys in 2022? What are we going to see from you guys in 2025? Ooh, yeah. Um, hopefully lots. We, uh, <laughs> our vision board is very busy these days. Big Pinterester. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just like stick, sticky notes on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> we're not that high tech. Yeah. We're really, well, we're hoping in Kamloops to, to continue making a big impact through commercial composting and local delivery and education in general, just about, about food waste management. So that's within Kamloops. There are some surrounding areas in Kamloops we're hoping to expand to that also don't have access to, to composting facilities or, or like local, local foods on a regular basis. And then beyond that, we're, we're hoping to expand further. We're, we're working with um, some really great mentors right now and going through an accelerator program. So we've built um, a really cool platform, like a web platform and it's good. It needs a bit of work, but we're getting there and we're hoping to, <laughs> to use that tool and get other, other communities composting as well. So that's the dream, but uh, yeah, one day at a time for now. <laughs> that's amazing. There's a reason why BC business named you one of the top 30 under 30. So, you know, you've got the vision and you've got the drive and now you've got the platform to, to make it happen. Claire, one more time, tell us where can we get a hold of oh, you? Oh gosh, okay. You can find Friendly Composting at www.friendlycomposting.ca. And you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and probably YouTube, which might just be embarrassing videos of me. I think that's about it. But yeah, check us out. Send us a message. Get composting. Thank you so much, Claire. Masters of Science in Environmental Economics and Management 2022. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks so much, Dustin.